and welcome to the Podski. I am your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. Today, we're jumping into something I'm pretty excited to talk about. Uh, it is going to be my top five most overrated wrestlers of all time. <laughs> These guys are the shits. Can't stand them. They got all the go-away heat possible. Anytime I see them come on the TV, I instantly want to turn it off. So very fired up to let you know who they are. And with that, let's get into a very big edition of the weekly Roundup Jones. All right. This edition of the weekly Roundup Jones is going to be a large one. We got a lot to talk about. There's a lot that's happened in this past week of professional wrestling. Going to start it off with, uh, we got to start off with Punk. Uh, so last week, uh, CM Punk came out first thing and announced, uh, just kind of just absolutely just laid waste to Hangman Adam Page on television, just absolutely buried him. (laughs) It's really bad. That's not something that you want to do to a very likable baby face. You don't do that. I understand why Punk did it. I would be a little upset if I was him too, but at the same time, that's not how that's not how you're that's not to be a professional. You shouldn't do that. And it sucks that it happened. But uh then it led to him calling out John Moxley and they announced the unification match for last night's uh Dynamite. They had the unification match last night. It was a three minute match. Uh, CM Punk came in to do a high kick, and his pivot foot was the uh, recently repaired foot, and he re-injured himself, so that was the story, that he re-injured himself, he came back too soon, and uh, he lost. Moxley is the new AEW world champion, and the story going into uh, All Out now is that CM Punk is going to have to against all odds overcome John Moxley overcome his injury and come out on top so I understand the psychology of what they did there so the psychology of that was that Punk was a heel last week to make the audience be like okay he's a heel that guy sucks he pissed me off I don't care if he loses now so that subconsciously is planted into the minds of the viewer. And then now you get into the, um, they're okay with him losing. And they were going to cheer Moxley in Ohio. That's, it was his hometown. They were going to cheer him. And they were going to, they were obviously going to cheer CM Punk. CM Punk's going to get cheered no matter what. But they have to plant the fact that he was a dick last week. And they're okay with him losing now. It softens the blow. And then um, then he's hurt. So now you're gaining sympathy. And you're going to go to All Out next weekend. And CM Punk is now going to be an enormous babyface. Bigger than what he already was whenever he was going to be in Chicago. And it's he's going to get a huge pop. Moxie's going to get a huge pop. But... I understand the psychology of what they're doing. I don't know if I like it. And I guess my I had too high of expectations for last week. My expectation was that MJF is going to come out and screw Punk. 
now my expectation is that MJF is going to come out and screw Punk from winning that title. So I, I don't know. That's what I have for All Out. I don't know if it's going to happen. I hope it does. I feel like that's a built-in great story, and you need you need to get MJF back in there. You're just wasting time with him not being on television. Like, yes, you shot that weird angle right after Double or Nothing. It was the shits. It wasn't the right move, and now you got to make up for it. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, but we're going to do um, a little preview here. Will be that I am going to do an all-out review the following week. So not next week's show, but the week after, we're going to do the review. So there's some things I'm really excited about for this uh, show, some things I'm not really excited about, but it's AEW, one of the big four. They always put on a good show for the big four. So we'll see where it goes. And just going to be a fan. Just got to sit back and be a fan, not overanalyze anything. So... Uh, moving on, the Okada, uh, the G1. Yeah, so Okada won the G1. Um, so he'll be most likely going to face Jay White at uh, the Tokyo Dome. That should obviously be a great main event. Okada will never let you down in a match. So that's pretty good that he is, again, back-to-back winner of the G1. I feel like they're kind of running out of people for Okada to like really beat here. So they need to find somebody. Um, it's going to be good anyways. New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, always a great show. Uh, and then finally, with uh, some WWE news, Johnny Gargano came back this week. Um, so that's good news. Uh, but uh, the biggest news out of WWE is the fact that they uh got caught with their hand in the cookie jar they got caught tampering with talent in aew who had recently were either cut or left uh wwe they are now under contract with aew and they were reached out to by wwe talent relations to come back to the company and as a part of the big talent meeting yesterday with aew uh, it was very well known that Tony Khan reached out to WWE and told them to stop tampering. We know you did it. You're caught. Stop, or we'll take legal action. Uh, so that that's an interesting fact. Not surprised since WWE is really riding a high right now. They are doing some really good stuff with trying to get on the right path to get the fans back. I I hope that it. I hope that they kind of start the shows kind of like what Triple H did with NXT. They're already in the works. It's already working towards that. So, um, but that's good for WWE because WWE is the biggest, the biggest wheel in the business. And when they're doing good, then everyone does good. I really want to watch WWE. I wish I had the attention. Like I wish I could watch WWE, but they just don't put out a product that I'm into. So hopefully a little bit of these changes are good changes and I'm ready for change. Um, whether or not that happens, I doubt it, but we'll see. I'm open to it, though. So, um, yeah, that concludes this week's edition of the Weekly Roundup Jones. <laughs> That was a very long segment of the weekly roundup Jones, but there was so much going on this past week and there's only going to be more. 
especially with uh, All Out coming next weekend. So it's going to be a lot of news, a lot of things happening. All we can do is just sit back and just be a fan. Really exciting time. This is one of the best parts of the summer is coming to the end of it with the big show for All Out in terms of wrestling. <laughs> uh, it sucks that the summer's ending, but with the summer ending, that means the football's back. So but let's get into it. You guys don't care. Let's hop right into... Uh, my top five most overrated wrestlers. Um, my list, I'm very excited about my list. It is, uh, I'm hoping to pop the boys with this list. Hoping to pop the boys. Boys. So, all right. We're going to start off with, <laughs> this should get a big pop right away. Number five, Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. Now Shane, uh, Shane was awesome. Uh, whenever I was watching wrestling, when I first started watching, Shane was awesome because he always did the big daredevil move. Uh, never really necessarily needed to, but at the same time, I couldn't stand him because just it's not. I don't hate his character from before. What I hate was his character when he came back. He was always in something and he was really like really well received when he came back to face undertaker at wrestlemania 32 in that hell in a cell then after that whenever he became the best in the world get out of here with that that was <laughs> i remember watching that show uh that show was crown jewel i want to say it was 18 17 or 18 and he won the best in the world tournament and just no Shane was really good when he was young, but after he came back after the Undertaker thing, just out there throwing potatoes, turning purple, wearing J's, like just, no, too much. Way overrated. The crowd always popped for him, and I just didn't want to see him anymore. There was no reason for Shane to be taking somebody's spot like that anymore. He just didn't need to. But, uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that one was for the boys. Uh, and then uh, we're going to move on to number four. Number four is an interesting one because I mentioned this wrestler a few weeks ago when we did. He was, an honor, he was in the honorable mention match. Uh, he was in Halloween Havoc 98. Uh, but that, it, that one I actually kind of liked. But this one, it, it's Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, one of the biggest pieces of dirt in the wrestling business, by far. He just straight out Riley was homophobic and just hated everybody didn't want to do business he couldn't work he all he all that ultimate warrior had was he had a hell of a physique he shook the ropes really hard sprinted to the ring and had three moves of doom now it really worked really well for that time frame of like the 80s but Nope. Anytime I watch an Ultimate Warrior match, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I and his promos are even worse because they literally make zero sense. Can't I, I'm not an Ultimate Warrior guy. He looks cool. I really want to like Ultimate Warrior. I just I just don't. I don't like him. Not at all. I I this Ultimate Warrior is about the only person on this list that I have the least amount of things to say. <laughs> but next on my list is uh, the, my last three on my list 
Um, they're all very relevant. I'm even going to throw an honorable mention in at the end. But my third on my list is The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I don't get it. I don't get anything that the that that is with the fiend it's a hokey stupid gimmick that no that it bray wyatt is not a good wrestler when you have a gimmick like that you need to be able to wrestle and he can't he's endlessly put on poor poor performances at the at at every single pay-per-view and he's notorious for losing at pay-per-views so except for whenever he did become the champion as the fiend like then he squashed everybody and we're not even gonna like that hell in a cell match with seth rollins is the biggest pile of dirt i've ever seen in my life that match sucked it was awful and they know it and they try to hide it but that match sucked it was the drizzling shits can't uh I don't get the whole like clown thing or whatever the thing the fiend is. I don't get it. Fans love it. They're clamoring for him to come back and like it's literally not going to fix the problem. And what and like there's a, a myriad of issues. But the fiend coming back, the fans are gonna absolutely melt for it, but I could give one shit less about it. the bray wyatt the fiend can't i don't get it i don't it's too like at least whenever i get why they're trying to do it because they need to have a supernatural character because they always had one in undertaker but and i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna get up here and you know defend undertaker because i'm not into the dead man now i was into the american badass undertaker but the dead man it it was overdone and like i i just i don't really need a supernatural character undertaker was it we don't need another one don't they there's just no need for it and they do that weird stuff with the fiend now the only thing i will say that was good about the fiend it wasn't his matches like the 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 uh, the firefly funhouse or whatever like that was those were really cool and they were interesting, but outside of that, like, no. The matches suck. The entrance is cool and terrifying, but no. Nope. I want nothing to do with in-ring work. Don't want to see it. Um, the next one, this is going to be one from my, uh, this is going to be one from my childhood, whenever I was just getting in. And this person, I can't, st- I can't stand the Big Show. And that one will for sure pop the boys on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I not no, not a Big Show guy. Uh, well, it's a Big Show. No, not for me. He, whenever he did that whole thing where Paul Heyman was jumping back and forth between Big Show and Brock Lesnar, sucked. Absolutely sucked hated it because big show was so out of shape just ripping heaters just i could not stand him he could not move he can't move he still can't move i'm sure he has a really good mind for the business as somebody who can understand for a big man like how to get over and do stuff like that but 
those that can't teach. So that's all you need to know about Paul White, the big show. Big show just needs to stay out of the ring. He's going to for sure show up in a ring in AEW because he is a coach in at AEW, but uh, I, I'm dreading. I'm dreading seeing Big Show get out there and get in the ring because I'm afraid that he's just going to – it's going to be like a, a cinder block rolling through the ring, and I'm just not looking forward to Big Show. And I feel bad because I'm sure that all of these people, minus Ultimate Warrior, are like good people outside of the ring, but their characters just – I can't. And this last one, he, this this guy, I hate the most. If I ever see a match with him, I turn it off instantly. I don't. I can't. I can't think of one match that I've ever sat and actually watched of his. And it's it's Sheamus. I hate Sheamus. That music, the the presentation of him with with their hair and. Whatever that stupid stuff was with that braided beard at one point, like what was that? Like, oh, uh, it. I can't. I've never liked Sheamus. As soon as the first time I ever saw that guy, I was like, nope, not watching it. And that was back like I don't. Even, I can't remember whatever he first debuted, like what 2011 or something like that. So like I was slowly kind of getting. I think I was checking in on WrestleMania 28 and I happened to see that Sheamus guy and I was like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Now, the one thing I will say about Sheamus that this isn't about his in-ring career outside of the ring with his YouTube channel. I actually weirdly liked it for a little bit and then it just, I got, I can't, I couldn't do it anymore. And, and I still can't do it with his matches. Can't do it. Don't want to see it. It, uh, I can't stand Sheamus. He's one of my most hated wrestlers, and a lot of people like Sheamus a lot, and I just don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. <laughs> so I really shit all over these guys. I feel bad for doing it. I, I shouldn't, but I do. And so my top five most overrated guys are Shane McMahon, Ultimate Warrior, The Fiend, Big Show, and Sheamus. Uh, so now I did say that I would do an honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention is Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was somebody that was freaking awesome. He was awesome as the architect. Whenever they were in the shield and they, and he turned on the shield and he was the architect and he cashed in at the money in the bank, that him doing that at WrestleMania 32, that's why WrestleMania, or 31, I'm, I apologize. Him doing that at WrestleMania 31 is by far one, it, it's one of my top five moments of wrestling ever. I love that moment. It was so awesome because we were all sitting there. There's a lot of anticipation of when he's going to cash in, when he's going to cash in. And just when we thought that Lesnar was just going to beat Reigns because we, no one wanted to see Reigns win at that point. And he just comes down and cashes in swinging the belt over his head it's a great moment in wwe history it's by far the best moment that they've had in like literally the last decade aside from what brock lesnar just did at SummerSlam with that tractor lifting the ring up like that was awesome uh but yeah like there's uh this character that he has slowly morphed into 
the redesign, rebuild, reclaim thing was cool. And then he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. And then whenever he started doing this Monday Night Messiah thing, absolutely not. I and and all of the WWE fans are will always say, Oh, if this was the attitude era, he would just be the greatest. No, he wouldn't. And that's the thing that I really hate about wrestling or about WWE fans is that they think that just because something is a little bit edgy or new today, they think you can just plug and play in the Attitude Era. What a lot of people don't understand is that the Attitude Era, there's a lot of unwatchable things. You, There's a lot of things. Like if I would go back and just pick a random Raw from 98, I guarantee you I will fast. you will fast forward through about 75% of that show. But the other 25% that you watch makes you forget about that other 75% that you skipped. That's how good of television it was and what rollins did with this monday night messiah thing and that whole just the whole deal with with the the laughing i can't stand that laughing and his gear is it's too much can't i uh i can't do it anymore i don't want to see seth rollins matches the only reason i wanted to see the seth rollins match at wrestlemania was because it was against cody Rhodes. (laughs) just being dead honest like the thing that sucks about Seth is that he is an excellent wrestler, but that laugh and just what he's become as a character, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> so uh, that is my top five and my honorable mention. Uh, I just laid waste to everybody in this ring, threw them all out over the top rope, and I'm about to hit my finisher and pin them right in the middle of the ring. But uh Hope you enjoyed that, and let's wrap, wrap this bad boy up. All right. Hope you all enjoyed my top five most overrated WWE wrestlers of all time. If you like what we did here today, give me a review or a follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you like what we're doing here as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Podsky. Uh, give me a review. Uh, you can give me any advice or if there's something that you want me to talk about on the pod, let me know. Uh, I could be doing something in the future with putting up polls of like what you might want to hear. Uh, don't know what we're going to do yet. That might be something we could do in the future. But if there's something that you want me to cover or if you like something that I talked about today and you want to add to it with your own feedback, Go right ahead. If you if you enjoyed what we're doing here, put me over. If you hate what I did here today, go ahead and bury me. But uh, that concludes this episode of the Podski, and I will see you next week.